0: It's the annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Again, it's our pick of the best books for children this holiday season. It's our way of promoting literacy for the holidays. For more information on the show, more information on our guests, and more information on the books that we selected, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. My next guest is CNN anchor Poppy Harlow. She's out with a new book called The Biggest Little Boy, A Christmas Story. It's our pleasure to welcome CNN's Poppy Harlow to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Poppy. How are you? Merry Christmas to you.
1: Merry Christmas. What a joy to be with you. Thank you for having me.
0: It is Hi, my Vincent pleasure. Addy. Hi there. So, let me ask you this now. <laughs> so, growing up for you, Poppy, did you have women in news and news anchors role models that you could look up to that inspired you to be the woman you are today and to be on the air?
1: Well, I didn't know I was going to be a news journalist. I had no idea. That was not in the plan. The plan was to be a lawyer like my dad. But I, yeah, I always, of course, looked up to, you know, watching Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer and Katie Couric and others. So, yes, definitely looked up to them and just didn't know that I'd actually get to try to follow in their footsteps.
0: Okay. So how did that all happen for you to follow in their footsteps?
1: Oh, (laughs) well, in college, I went to college in New York City and I got to intern while I was here. One of the beauties of going to school in the city is there's a lot of internship opportunities. So for three years during college, I got to intern uh, in news for CBS market watch doing business and financial news. And that's where I started learning that side of the business and loved it. And then ended up getting to join CBS news right out of college, like entry level job and, and worked my way, up over the years so i fell into it to be very honest with you
0: <laughs> now you mentioned growing up to be in law like your dad but earlier this year you announced that you were going to yale law school so how are things going there That's
1: right. am i crazy i love it <laughs> i love it love it love it i'm doing um a year program a master's in studies of law in new haven at yale it's a phenomenal program built for journalists like me um to learn more about the law constitutional issues criminal law civil procedure all these things that we uh criminal justice reform (laughs) these things that we cover so deeply here at cnn and i have to give a shout out to my employer to cnn to my boss jeff zucker the team here because they made the impossible possible like made it work with my job and you know gave me a little bit of a break from anchoring my morning show with my buddy jim that i love doing so that i could go up to new haven four days a week to go to class and and back it's like you know two and a half hours from new york city um and i'll be ai anchor you know on the holidays and days that i don't have class and try to make it work for them but they really made it work for me and i'm deeply grateful and i love it i love learning again
0: <laughs> all right one more question and then we'll talk about the book now what was sure. that like when you go into the office and you say and you sit down with the boss and you say, hey, I have this successful career. I'm on the air, but I want to go back to law school. How does that conversation go?
1: I have to tell you, so it was like a mid-pandemic conversation, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, is this crazy? Is it? And he was like, no, try it. You got to try. Like, I will make it work. And that's what I think is exceptional about CNN. Not only did they make it work, they wanted it to work for All me. Right. And they figured it out. And I think there's a lesson in there for other employers, you know, like you can if you can make something possible for your employees, do it because they will be so forever grateful to you. The hope is this brings a lot to my job, to the viewer, to me personally, and the fact that they could make it work. It means the world and, you know, I'll solve some problems for them being in the anchor chair on holiday. So, you know, it's a great deal all around and I'm so grateful.
0: All right. So let's talk about this new book, The Biggest Little Boy. Let's talk about the writing process when you decided to write this book. What was that whole process like, that whole journey like for you?
1: So much fun. I got the idea about two years ago. Around Christmas time, when my son, we have a son, Luca, who the book is based on, who's three and a half. Our daughter, Sienna, is now five and a half. And we're walking down, as a family, the street in Brooklyn to a Christmas tree market. And Luca, like, grabs the branch of this enormous tree, of course, like, almost knocks the whole thing over. I'm like, okay, once the chaos of that passes, I think this could be a great children's book. And what's the lesson in it? The lesson is there is joy in little things, and there is not a need for so many big material things, right? Like, especially raising our kids here in New York City, there's so much sort of uh, shiny stuff around. Mm -hmm. And really, the reality is we don't need a lot of that. And it's about teaching us as adults and reminding us as adults and teaching our kids there is beauty in the little things in this world. And that's what this book tries to show to kids.
0: As we look at the illustrations and we look at the book, why was it important Mm -hmm. for you to have readers see a character like Luca in books?
1: Right. So you'll see if you if you get the book and shout out to the amazing artist, Ramona Kalitsky, who I got to work with on this project. It is her art, her illustrations that make The Biggest Little Boy, A Christmas Story, pop off the page. I was emailing her the other week and I said, your artwork makes this book sing. You brought it to life. I hope this is the first of many collaborations with her. But yes, you'll see that the little boy on the on the front of the book uh, doesn't look like my son. Luca, who has blonde hair. He mm-hmm. is uh, from a mixed-race family, and that was really important to me, that mm-hmm. and to all of us who collaborated on this book, mm-hmm. to make as many people as possible feel like they could see themselves in it. Mm-hmm. And it's reflective of the community we live in in Brooklyn, the block that we live on in Brooklyn, which is very diverse. I wanted children to feel like That could be me. That could be my
0: family. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. It's our pick of what we believe are some of the best books for children this holiday season. On the phone with me now is CNN's Poppy Harlow. She's the anchor on CNN. The title of her new children's book is The Biggest Little Boy, A Christmas Story. Now, as a high-profile celebrity mom, a working mom with a demanding career how do you keep it all together and how do you make it all work and you add in the fact that you're at Yale Law School how do you make this work come on poppy what's the secret here
1: uh, it's so funny that you say celebrity I am not I never think of myself like that I'm a journalist but I think this is very appropriate I just like knocked over this whole light on my desk <laughs> you know so that's it's like life is a constant juggle I'm constantly failing at things truly I am And I'm constantly trying to get back on my feet. I mean, I think to be a very honest answer to that question is uh, twofold. One, it's not just me. It's this incredible team of people around me, not only my colleagues at work, but my remarkable husband, Finisha, who I, I told him the other week, I said, you're my miracle man. Because, like, here he is holding down a really demanding job, managing a bunch of folks, and taking on a ton more responsibility at home this year while I'm in school Uh, And he already did half. So now he's doing way more than half. And I am deeply grateful for that. Our childcare, right. Can't do it without amazing childcare and teachers. So that, um, and then I think the other part to answer your question is like, for the first time in my life, I have learned that it's really okay to just be okay. And what I mean is like, I am not going to be top of my class. I'm just trying to pass these exams and learn and learn for the joy of learning and learn to apply it to my job. And all through college, I was always just trying to, like, learn to get straight A's. And I think there's a real lesson in it's okay to just pass. It's okay. It's okay to just, you know, do your best, right, and not, like, not ex- overexhaust yourself or kill yourself trying to be perfect because we never are anyway. So right. that's my answer to right. that great question of
0: yours. All right. Now, as a mom, what have you found to be the key in getting your children engaged in books? You're writing a book, but what have you done to promote literacy in your home and things like that with your own children?
1: Reading to them, all the you know, science shows how important it is to read to your children at a young age and to continue reading to them. I think it's a half an hour a, a day if you can find the time. But going to the library with them, like I love our Brooklyn Public Library, letting them pick out their books, talking to them about why they chose a certain book, that is really meaningful because they feel like they're part of the process. You're not just grabbing a book off the bookshelf or you're not just going to the library and getting stuff for them. They're going with you to learn about it. So that is definitely one of the things that we do. And now my daughter is learning how to read. So she's sounding out the letters with us as we read which is super fun. And then she even, like, sort of fake reads to our son, Luca, in (laughs) bed at night. They share a room. And so sometimes I can hear her, like, reading to him. It's
0: very, very cute. Uh, That's the best. That's the best. I know you're running out of time this morning, but what type of feedback are you getting from the new Christmas book, The Biggest Little Boy?
1: Oh, it's been soul-filling, I think, is the best way to put it, not only from friends and from colleagues and from family, but from strangers who send me notes on social media and tell me, you know, I read this to my grandchild and we had this experience or this meant so much to me or, you know, we loved it and we loved it. There's a few like nods to my hometown of Minnesota, home state of Minnesota in there, like a little twin baseball hat on the Christmas tree <laughs> at the end. And, um, you know, people notice that. So it's fun to do stuff that's fun. It's a fun joyous project all around. I hope it brings some more joy into people right. um, this holiday.
0: Thank you so much, Poppy Harlow, for taking time to talk to us. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, if they would like to find out more about the book, how can they find out more?
1: Oh, thank you, Rodney. What a joy, what a joy to be on. And you know, as a parent of two boys, right? Mm, no. Yes, yes you know the 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 fun that kids bring into our lives so it's fun to bring them some joy as well with this book they can find out more about the book more about me on my social media at poppy Harlow cnn on instagram on twitter also on penguin random house website they have the book or your independent bookstores head in support your independent bookstores
0: all right and i love it and you talked about your kids being in bed and and one fake reading to eat one another My boys are teens treasure that time. And I remember I think that's the best part of seeing a kid have a book and just looking at the pictures (laughs) and just making their own words and and things like that. I think that's precious. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. What a joy. Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays to you. Thank you, Poppy. We've been speaking to CNN anchor Poppy Harlow. Again, the title of the book is The Biggest Little Boy A Christmas Story. Well, that's it for our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. If you missed anything or a complete list of all the books that we're featuring this morning... For our annual Christmas literacy edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air, and you can find the complete list there. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today.
1: Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on demand classes. From running, to cycling, to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save.